Then the teachers hosted a Nazi for education weekend. He gave a presentation on the Berlin Wall, but somehow managed to slip in his views on Hitler. He declared that Hitler was a good man. Hitler just slipped sometimes because he struggled with a bad temper. My sister and I and one other tried to reason with him during question period. He only grew angry. When I demanded if he was a neo-Nazi, he as much stated that he was more than a neo-Nazi. He was a full-blown Nazi, as old as he was. He ended with a threat to me that if people like me did not obey the leaders, we would be punished. I do not think that I am free of that threat yet, although I do not live in fear. He knew that I am a Jew. Let alone the fact that that evening my sister and I were poisoned at supper. It's only by God's mercy that we were healed. When we arrived home, I was more troubled than ever. My mind refused to sort anything out for a while. It was a whirl with all the things I had learned at the so-called Bible school, along with all the other things the Mennonite churches had taught us. We moved soon afterward to Wisconsin, where the Mennonite church helped us unpack. I attempted to bury myself in the service for others, holding Spanish class for girls there, as well as church activities. But I was never truly happy. There was too much turmoil, as we soon found out. Gossip ran as rapidly through that church as it did in the one down in Missouri. There was constant backbiting, devouring of reputation, and so on. Since before World War II, Nazis and Mennonites have lived synonymously. Racial discrimination and framing is a big part of their culture. When we first joined the Mennonites, they did a saliva test. We did not realize it at the time, but after careful research and comparing of memories, we realized that's exactly what they did. These were not the only things. We realized after a while that we were being spied on by the churches.